Welcome to the Art Life Faith Podcast. This is the show where we talk about art, what has to do with your life, and what has to do with the Christian faith. And I'm your host, Roger Lowther. For over a decade now, we've been hosting Art Life Faith gatherings around Tokyo, where we share a meal together, and then an artist, a different artist each time, shares a little bit about their work, and then we discuss it together. What does their art have to do with our lives? What does it have to do with our faith? The themes are always different, given by artists who are experts in their fields, musicians, dancers, painters, photographers, and the like. These art, life, faith conversations have been a great space for everyone involved as we struggle together with what our faith has to do with our art. We teach and encourage each other in ways impossible outside of community. And no one's more rewarded by these relationships than I am. I'm always excited to learn more about God embedded in Japanese culture in ways I never imagined possible. And there's so many other good things that come from these discussions as well. Let me just share a quick story with you. Just the other day, I was visiting a gallery to encourage an artist showing her work here in the city. And she was doing an artist talk and then displaying her work. And I met another artist there who had spoken at a previous event with us. So I introduced myself and said, I remember you. She said, well, where? Where did we meet? Oh, at that Art Life Faith event. She's like, oh, that event changed everything for me. I can't tell you how wonderful it was. After I expressed, tried to put my faith into words for the first time and connected to my art, it just everything took off from there. I started trying to make all these different kinds of artwork to express it. And I started telling more and more people about it. And I was able to bring in people and talk about the artwork and talk about my faith. And that was just an amazing opportunity for me. I was like, wow, that is exactly why we're doing events like this. But unfortunately, during these events, only a small group of people are actually able to be there in person. And then during COVID, well, as you know, <laughs> no one was able to be there at all. Uh, we had to move the discussions online. Now, thankfully, things have opened up a little bit now. But during COVID, it really was helpful to look into how can we get these discussions out to more people? How can we involve them in these discussions? Well, one way was by writing books. My book, The Broken Leaf, is a good example of that has 10 meditations of the gospel through Japanese art and culture. Uh, in one sense, it really is just a work of journalism, a reporting on our art, life, faith discussions in print form so that people can see what we're up to and be drawn into it. You can find a link to this book, The Broken Leaf, in the show notes. More recently, we started this podcast. And by the way, thank you so much for your support of it. We've had thousands of downloads since we've started and and recently I received an email recognizing us as one of the top listened to Christian podcasts in Japan. Now I'm not sure if there are any other Christian podcasts in Japan. So, you know, <laughs> it probably doesn't mean very much, but and of course this show is in English, but we've always wanted to get a Japanese version going. So that's something to look forward to too. Just trying to get the message out there to more people. So anyway, in today's episode, I want to bring you into conversations we had about the artwork of Shioko Miyose, a Japanese artist who now lives in Wichita, Kansas. She came to Japan to exhibit at a gallery in Asuka, Nara, a city that's south of us. But while she was here, we also invited her to exhibit at Minami Terrace, 
or Minatera, as we like to call it, a gallery event space run by our very own Mayuko Shono, an intern working with us here in Tokyo. And then the work was moved to the lobby outside where we meet for worship on Sundays, and we had the privilege of the artist sharing her faith through her art in the worship service itself. Chiyoko moved to the U.S. about 25 years ago, which led her to think about themes of being a traveler and a sojourner with a longing for a place that she could call home. And she invites all of us to think about those themes along with her in her artwork. Here's a short clip from the opening of our Art Life Faith event with our intern Mayuko introducing it and my wife Abby translating. <laughs> So you can tell from this that it's a pretty fun and informal event. So Chieko started by sharing a little bit about her mother, who apparently was really good at talking to people and could become friends with anyone. In the train, in the bus, she would just talk to people. And when she visited Chioko in America, even though she didn't know English very well, she would talk to anyone in her broken English and making friends with many. She clearly loved meeting people and treasured those moments of meeting with each person. Unfortunately, her mother became very sick, and during that time, someone gave her a lot of thread and asked if she could make something with it. Chioko thought about this and realized that thread is a really good metaphor for human relationships. She thought of Japanese phrases like eno musubu, weave a relationship together, and engakiru, cut off a relationship. In fact, the character for thread, ito, is found in many Japanese characters. Okay, you all ready now for a Japanese lesson? <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, for example, musubu means to tie, amu, to knit, oru, to weave, nu, to sew, tsumugu, to spin yarn, and others. If you look in the show notes, you'll be able to see that in each of these characters, on the left side, there's a radical that looks like the ito character. This is called the itohen, or thread radical. But you know, this radical for thread is not just found in words that have to do with an actual working with thread. It's also found throughout the Japanese language in characters having to do with relationships. So besides the two I mentioned before, here are two more. Tsunagu, to tie together or connect in relationship. And Kizuna, bond between people. Now in the time leading up to the Tokyo Olympics, I saw these two characters everywhere. I mean, they were on posters, on t-shirts, on all kinds of paraphernalia. Kizuna o tsunage o. An English translation of that might be something like, let's connect in bonds together. Now this thread radical is in both of those words, kizuna, in the bond and in the connecting. And I also saw these two words everywhere just after the 2011 earthquake, when a time when we were coming together as a nation to meet the challenges of that terrible time. Another word with the thread radical is kumu, to organize. My youngest son is in the second kumi of his fourth grade class. 
there are four groups in the fourth grade and he's in the second one. So he's in the second kumi. Another one could be shokai, an introduction, the start of a new relationship. And perhaps keiyaku, a contract or binding agreement. When parties tie themselves together in some mutually agreed upon terms, it's called a keiyaku. And what about kekkon? the marriage between two people. There are so many words like this that have the thread radical in those characters. And you know, this thread radical is also found in verbs for the ends of relationships. Owaru, to end. Tairu, to break off. Karamaru and motsureru, to get tangled up. So in all these different ways, the Japanese language itself expresses relationships based upon thread. And Chiyoko does a wonderful job of expressing this through her art. Sewing, tying, braiding, stringing thread together. Through all this, she's able to give us different perspectives on relationships. There were two main works Chiyoko exhibited when she was with us. One was called A Thread Meets a Thread. Each thread is only about 10 inches long. But in the whole work, there is miles and miles of it. And each thread represents a person. Each knot represents the meeting of people. She started this work back in 2013, but ever since, people have been adding to it. And it has grown and will always continue to grow. First, you have to realize really how large this work is. It completely filled the gallery at Minatera, and it completely changed the atmosphere of the room. That's one of the gifts of installation art, right? To create a certain atmosphere that people can be drawn into. And we definitely saw that in this case. Um, as we were talking to people, again, to know more people, we had to shimmy around and through and under the work. But then rather than hindering the building of community, it actually added to the experience. So you know how usually when you walk into a gallery, you're not allowed to touch the artwork. You're just supposed to look at it. But in this case, it was not only okay to brush against and touch it, but you were encouraged to do so. You didn't have to be afraid of breaking it or hurting it because you were completely immersed in it. And that was the intent, to envelop the viewers with love as represented by these threads and also with the message of hope and healing. And through the art, different people were connected to each other. So as we added to the work, it became more and more complicated and messy. There's pieces hanging out everywhere, you know. But in the hands of the artist, this is all brought together into one beautiful tapestry. Threads that were hanging by themselves were tied on to others. They were physically brought into the work. Now, after the gallery showing, the work was transported to the lobby outside our worship space for Grace City Church, Tokyo. One couple who had come to the gallery had carefully together made this beautiful kind of love <laughs> connection of the two threads together. But then they, they told me how disappointed they were that they couldn't find where they'd put the thread on at the new space. I was like, where did it go? Because this is a huge work, right? And so it was just, but it was so clear how their lives, their relationship together is all connected to something bigger, to this bigger community that was around them and with them, encouraging them, and how they too were then part of the community. It was just such a wonderful picture of being church. 
I also really appreciated the way that it brought in people from the congregation who don't usually say much, maybe a little bit shy, but they were willing to quietly grab a piece of thread and tie it on somewhere. And it gave me then a chance to walk up next to them and talk quietly with them. Just through the artwork itself, it gave an image of community, exactly what we were trying to be as a church. Another work that Chioko displayed at the gallery and also outside the worship space was part of a painting series called Iridescence. Iridescence is a phenomenon where surfaces appear to change color depending on what angle you view it from. And it's meant to be a bigger picture of our lives. So by being in community, we're able to see our life through the different perspectives of others and how we interact with one another. So in this work, Chioko made alternating layers of dry and wet in order to show this. She first would lay down a drawing with pastels, crayons, color pencils, pens, and of course, thread. <laughs> she always used thread. And then she put down a wet layer of paint. Sometimes she would mix in gold and silver to kind of give it that iridescent effect. The wet paint would flow up against the thread and along it. And then another dry layer is put down. And then again, another layer of paint is put down. So the finished artwork is a beautiful combination of these three wet mediums, dry mediums, and thread interacting and responding to each other. I might even say learning from each other. Fortunately, we now have two from the Iridescent series hanging in our living room. Our living room is one of the main meeting locations for church gatherings. So there's so many meetings and parties and Bible studies and training that happen there. A lot of community building happens in our living room. And so it seemed especially appropriate to have artwork about relationships now displayed there. And we look forward to the time when you can see them in person, joining in the church activities and building community with us. It was really cool to see how Chioko brought all this together her own experiences, her wonderful memories of her mother, and this theme of relationships brought out in the Japanese language as represented with thread. Through her work, we saw this new perspective of the way that God works with us. We're cut off, we're separated from one another, we're lonely, our threads are fraying and falling apart, we're unraveling. And yet, through her craft, Chiyoko showed us how the great artist takes our tangled and fraying and unraveling lives and brings us in and ties us to one another and to him. He builds our community and makes unity in him possible through his love. As it says in Colossians 3.14, love binds everything together in perfect harmony. God has fearfully and wonderfully knitted us together in our mother's womb He's weaved us together in the depths of the earth, as it says in Psalm 139. All of this happened for the first Sunday of Advent. And what better way to celebrate the true meaning of Christmas? In a profound and mysterious way, God saved the world by coming into the world. He came as a little thread to musubu, to tie onto our tangled and fraying lives and communities. Jesus was cut off on the cross that we might be tied to God. He became that isolated and broken strand so that we could be gathered together into community with him. 
in a world quickly unraveling in sin, he binds us together with his love into a big and beautiful tapestry in the peace and the harmony of the kingdom of God. This is Roger Lowther, and you've been listening to the Art Life Faith Podcast. Check out my website, rogerwlowther.com, for a transcription of this podcast and links and pictures to Chiyoko's work. As we say in Japan, Ja, Matane, see you next time. Thank you.